Welcome back to the Compound Podcast. This is episode one. I forget we haven't recorded in so long. 167, presented by Parse Rum. We are so back. It's been two weeks. It's all Tom's fault. You can't blame us. You can only blame Tom. Correct. Uh, we took a little break. We took a little break for the All-Star break. We drank some Parse. My favorite rum, your favorite rum, Parse rum. That's a good one, Tom. Great. My favorite rum, your favorite rum, Parse rum. Let's get people saying it. Let's get people saying that. Let's put that on a t-shirt. Um, go to Benny's. Go to your local liquor store. Get some Parse. I, we were talking last week about when we were going to record. Oh, sorry. Last week. Yep. Just want to tell yep. the people what happened. Yep. Yep. That's on me. We were like <clears throat> Sunday. Everybody was flying back. And then it was like Monday. And uh, we were we were all kind of first day into the break. And then it was Tuesday. And then before you know it, it was like, you know what? Let's just enjoy the all-star break. We all need it. And uh, and so we punted for a week. And that's on us. Okay. That's on us. Well, we talked about recording on like thursday and i was like well that's just a weird time we were gonna we were gonna record after we're gonna record after the derby or after the all-star game we're gonna wait till the all-star game was over and then try to do it to talk about the all-star game and then we got really late into the break and we just you know what we didn't do it happens but we can talk about it now we sure can there were so many homers in the home run derby who won it again Vlad. vlad Vlad, yeah. Also, for the for the listeners, Zach's barely here. His Wi-Fi is so bad <laughs> that he's barely he's barely here. Tough Wi-Fi. Vladdy, Vladdy won it, but Julio Rodriguez put up like forty in a round, which is sick since it was in Seattle. How do we feel about this format, though? I I think I preferred the old format, at least as a viewing experience, because you actually got to watch the home runs. I it, it, this is a tough viewing experience right now because you can i just can i just break it down for you i think the reason why we're doing what we're doing here and i don't know this for sure but it's an educated guess is that with the rounds timed you now have a slot for how long this event is going to take you then you have planned commercial breaks you understand how many ads that you can sell if you're the network or mlb and so you're giving them this very tight window of how long the event's going to take. In the old format, if we just had 10 outs, you really have no clue how long each round's going to go. And you don't know, like, remember when Tejada hit like 20 or 25 and it was like, holy shit, this is ridiculous. And then Josh Hamilton put on that show at Yankee Stadium. You're like, oh my God, he could go all night hitting homers. Like, I think that's, and those numbers were like, that wasn't like in two minutes, right? They had all the time. Can you imagine these guys? Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I feel like I remember distinctly where I was for that Josh Hamilton performance and I was 12. So that was a, you know, probably like the peak of when you're a fan and, and sports. And that was, I'll remember that for the rest of my life. That was one of the coolest things I've seen a human being do. And respectfully to, to what, to what they did when he hit the 40 home runs, Julio in Seattle, I feel like that should have been a moment. And to me, it didn't necessarily feel that way because you, I, I think on TV, it's tough to really track kind of what's going on. Cause it happened so quickly. It happened so fast. Balls out. Whereas like the Hamilton one, 
if you remember, because there's a pause in between each one, the drama builds. It's just a much better TV product. I completely understand your point about them selling it. But as a fan, I really miss the old formats. I do feel like it builds drama, builds intrigue, where this one is just, it's really fast and tough. Zach's got a lot of thoughts, I hear. I have a really good idea, but Zach, you have- Oh, Ian said, oh, I'll just go ahead. Zach, no, no, I, I gave it away. Ahead. Did you see? I'm a good host. I gave it away. I said, okay. I have a good idea. Oh, Zach, sorry. go ahead. I think that they should go back to 10 outs, but I know people's biggest gripe with that was they would just sit there and take like 10 pitches in a row to catch their breath, especially in the day of the pitch clock. Why not do 10 outs, but you have like 20 seconds to swing? So you or can you- take a few. You could even do like a max number of takes. Like, like, I mean, realistically, the guys that are throwing the BP aren't throwing five straight bad ones. Right. You know what I mean? Like, are, you can't take more than three in a row. That was the bad part of that format. I think everyone forgets. Watching yeah. guys take pitches in the derby was not it. We um, did, like the people loved the first one with the clock, right? Am I wrong? I thought so. Yeah. There was good. Like- so there have been good moments. Yeah. The Schwarber, the Schwarber Harper final. I mean, even Orozarena the other day trying to catch, was it Vlad? Or trying to catch somebody, like, it came down to, like, the last 20 seconds, and it was great, but, like, the guy is absolutely gassed. Can I say? He's not a Roman Derby. It's a fucking conditioning test. Can I say what I think the format should be? Yes. I think for the first, I don't know, there's eight guys, there's, what, three rounds? For the first two rounds, it should be on the clock. And then the championship round should be 10 outs. Ooh, Ian. I'm in championship round, 10 outs. And you bring back the old format just for the last two guys. You let that like when Hamilton was hitting balls. And I don't even think Hamilton won that derby. I gassed himself. He did not. He did. He didn't win. He did not win. But there was was like 500 feet. And like the call on that was like, that's crushed. That's the third deck. 503 feet. Oh, my God. But it's like if you could bring that back for the last round, and I don't hate the idea of you can only take two pitches or, you know, each swing has to be made within 15 seconds or 20 seconds. But I agree. It's it's tough not being able to admire the homers. Yeah, you literally don't have time. You can't because even by, see them. By the time one lands, there's another pitch already being thrown, and they're like panning the camera back to yeah. him swinging again. And it's like, well, did that one even get out? Right, and like I, I understand the appeal with the clock and everything, but it, it's not a home run derby. And like back to like what you said about Hamilton, like Chris Berman was making that so good, like his calls on every home run. Like back, now back, it's back, like, back, oh, that was sick, right? And now it's like, oh, that was sick, and it's like, oh wait, oh shit, oh shit. I do think I do think in the last round they should go back to that format, and then. I do. I think even it would probably extend the viewing window and let MLB sell a little bit more ads, and people would people would tune in just for that championship matchup. Like even if they whiff the first couple, like oh, it's ten outs and they're they're in it. Like people would tune in for that. So I'll let me write that down. Great idea for me. Check. Yep. I was gonna say I you're will, the one that has the power to change it. I'll talk to somebody about that. Yeah, you know people. Did you guys watch the All Star game? We were uh, playing. I didn't get to see it. I watched from the fourth inning on. It was cool to see Steely go out there and do his thing. Uh, I did see that. That was sick. On his birthday, uh, and the pictures of him and his son, Bo, were incredibly cute. It, it was, was his birthday? Bo. Him and Bo, same birthday. Wow, that is awesome. 
yeah and Bo is like the cutest kid ever so that was really cool um anything else really cool from the all-star game there was goldschmidt or uh freddie mic'd up where uh, rosarina robbed him and then got a knock did you see that and then he was like talking to the guys and he was like uh he was like we gotta we gotta die for everything we can't let this guy get on after because i think he robbed freddie and then he gets a hit and freddie's like you can't be ro- taking hits away and getting hits okay <laughs> get pick one that was great. I think they mic'd up a ton of people this year and people were like always mic'd up, which was which was nice. Um it was nice to see the NL win. Yeah, NL yeah, has been like a decade. Forever. Yeah, I know. And you get for all the listeners out there, you don't get paid to go to the all-star game, which obviously it's an honor. You don't have to get paid to do it. It's a really cool thing. Get paid to hit in the derby. You don't get paid for the all-star game unless you win. If you're on the winning side get a little bit of cash so it's nice to see the nl get a little bit of cash because all the AL all-stars have been getting paid for years is it publicly is no knowledge how much money they get for for winning i don't even i don't even know ah if, only, if you would have won last year you'd know i Damn would it. know yeah but well, what do they make for the home run derby is it like a hundred thousand it's a mill right if you a million for the winner and i think it's a hundred just to compete if they offered you, would you say yes in a heartbeat, Ian? Yeah, but I don't think I'd be great at it. How about Mookie? I mean, Did you guys see what he said the other day about it? Mookie? Who? Yeah, Mookie. so obviously Mookie had trouble, and he was like, he didn't practice before because he got really hot before the break, and he's just like, I, I'm not changing anything. And then he said he went into the cage like 10 minutes before, Thought he might have found something. He said after the third swing in the regular thing, he said he had no chance. He knew that he was fucked. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would, I think I would have to hit righty, which is interesting because I hit way more homers in the game left-handed. But my left-handed BP is I don't like I don't hit homers in BP left-handed, and I think with the right BP pitcher, I could actually hit homers right-handed. But definitely, this format would not be good for would me. Would you go Adley Rashman? Go a little bit of both. I don't think so. You you think unless you'd the, hit more unless righty? The, yeah, unless it was like Yankee Stadium. Like if there was if there was a place where like it made a lot of sense to go lefty, but I think I'd have to hit righty. You're I don't know if you remember righty, Lance Berkman. Lance Berkman in I believe it was in Houston when they had the Derby. He hit righty and just went for the Crawford boxes. Mm-hmm. You're a natural righty, right? Natural righty. Yeah, I can I can just manipulate the ball a lot better in BP right-handed. You could change your swing probably to be more yeah, home run centric. Speaking speaking of changing swings, I was talking to Miggy about it because he's he did it twice. And he said, like during one of them, I think it was 06, he was like, I couldn't pull a ball in the air. So he's like, fuck it. I just started going oppo. Like, what? In a home run derby, just like, yeah, I'll go centered <laughs> oppo. Yeah, all good. If you got the power to go to all fields, why not? I was I was sitting there on my iPad watching, and he was like, "Yeah, watch! Like right now is when I go Oppo." And he, this is in L.A. at the Angel Stadium, and he goes like ten rows back, like right center, and it's just like, <laughs> "What the fuck?" That's what Ju- I mean. Judge was hitting like Judge was yeah. Right? Judge was doing that too. That's crazy. Can we talk about while we were while we were on our hiatus? Uh, the Tigers threw a no no. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. I would love to hear friend of the pod. Like, friend of the pod was yeah. part of it. Jason yeah. Foley. Jason Foley. So that that was wild. Um, the whole game. So we got delayed. And then we went out there in the first inning. And 
it was pouring. Like, we were looking at the umpires like, yo, what the fuck are we doing? Matt Manning, who started the game, threw like four balls away in a row. He's like, yo, I can't feel the ball. And they were like, oh, sorry, man. It's going to end soon. Here we go. <laughs> I need you going. And he hits the he hits Bo Bichette to lead off the game. So you're like, just in the back of your mind, you're like, all right, well, somebody's on base. You don't really think they have a no-hitter. Like, I think you walk somebody else in the first inning. We had a diving play. So, like, you're kind of just like, all right, we got out of the first inning, whatever, and it's pouring. So it kept going on, kept going on. And he was kind of hurt. It came out that he was kind of hurt. And, like, you could tell. And AJ was just like, yeah, I mean, I'm not taking him out of this game. Like, I'm not getting booed by 40,000 people. And I was like, that's weird. Like, what? why would you get booed? Like, I had no idea. This is the fifth inning. Okay. So he comes out. I was going to ask when you. So he comes out. You said, to be clear, though, Manning said he was fine, right? Like, it wasn't yes, like yes, he was yes, asking yes, to yes. come out. And right. they were like, no, no you have no, no, to no, no. Like, Manning, yeah. like, he was – you could tell that he was, like, a little, like – Tight. Yeah, like, but it was like, hey, like, I'm good, you know? Yeah. So, in the sixth – or seventh inning, there's two outs. And I think you could tell he's kind of laboring. He's not throwing a heater. Um, Like, he is just throwing, like, ten curveballs in a row, and you're just like, all right, fuck it. There we go. Like – walks the last guy and AJ comes out and takes him out two outs in the seventh inning. And I mean, booed like nobody. He was at at like 95 already though. too. Right. And like, like he wasn't going nine, bro. This is like his second or third start back from an injury in April. So like, it was kind of like, Hey guys, like think about this, you know, it's a good call. No one in the stands is thinking about it. They're just zeros. So he comes out and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I know he's having a good game, but like. That's when you figured it out, bro. I, so he took him out and like, I was like, oh shit. And like, AJ, we're just talking on the mound. And I just like do my kind of like, oh, wow, a lot of people here. And I happened to like lock onto the scoreboard. This is in the seventh inning. And it said zero for the hits. And I was like, oh fuck. They, ha-. and like, I didn't say it. And I was like, they have, oh, <laughs> now it's starting to add up. And I was like, oh shit. You were playing second, right? Yeah, and apparently the bullpen was, like, pissed because they called down in, like, the fifth inning. They're like, hey, get somebody going. Like, we don't know how much longer Manning's got. And they were like, what the fuck do you mean you don't know how long he's got? Like, So they knew what was going on. They did kind of, but full – and so Foley – I think Foles came in first. Yeah, because this went Foley to Lang. Yes. So Foles came in first, and I guess they were realizing when he was warming up, but he was like – there's people in the stands like – Foley, you got to keep this going. He's like, I fucking know. Like, God, just shut up. <laughs> and it it's was the worst. It's the worst to come out of the pen with a no hitter. Like, I've had that before. Like, you don't want that pressure. You're no. like, this isn't my game. I don't want to go out there. I'm going to blow it. Right. Like, if it's Manning, it's like, fuck it. I'm just going to keep out going and see it. Like, yeah. it's sick. So, like, you, you, I knew. So, going back in there, I'm like, oh, shit. Like, our whole bullpen's rest. We have, we only have two innings left to, to close this game. Like, this is going to be pretty cool. And Foles got through pretty seamlessly, and Lang Lang got in in the ninth, and that was when shit was like nobody was talking about it in the dugout, and you kind of just like had this feel like around it. We were just like, all right, here we go. Hang on. The best part about this Manning, so Manning gets taken out, and he's like, why the fuck are they booing me? Like he had no idea either, and he was, and their pitching our pitching coach was like, look at the scoreboard, you idiot. And he looked at it, he goes, oh. He's like, why'd you take me out then? 
And it's like, cause you were fucking, you could tell that something was not right. He didn't know he had a no he hitter. Had, no, he had no clue. No um, way. Bro, no, I'm telling amazing. you, that's how wild, like the first inning was. He walked somebody in the third. Like it was such a crapshoot that you were like, holy fuck, there's no hits. So then when Lang went out there, like I started, I was like, yo, I want a ball where I can die for it. Like I am like. Something I'm like a little dog right now waiting for a ball to play fetch with. I'm just like, all right, where are we going? Like, I'll, I'll take the air. Give me yeah. the air. And um, so, like, I do this thing in between every pitch where, like, I pat my glove, pull a string as the guy's, like, getting ready. It's just like a habit. And I remember, like, thinking to myself, when we got two outs, I'm sitting there, like, beating the shit out of my glove. And I'm like, oh, fuck, like, this is kind of sick. And then when it happened, um, like, Vladdy grounded out to third, it was like, there's a really cool picture of me like jumping up like we won the World Series basically, but I think it was just really cool for all three of those guys like really young like um, especially seeing Foles be a part of that. It was it was really special and That's sick. Was yeah, there a it, cool celebration in the clubhouse? Everybody fired up. Yeah, yeah, we got we gave them you know some some beer hours whatever you can find in a refrigerator shower. Um, I asked you before cool. was, there was really no like key play that was like you know like a diving catch there was, no there was a few was like McKinstry had a sick play um carrie carpenter had a sick one in right field that one was uh, foul though right yeah it was foul right but still but, it was a good yeah. it was a very good play right so <laughs> i think McKinstry had a really good one in the first first or second he dove but there was right there wasn't one where you're like in the seventh or eighth inning you're yeah. like boys it, it, like this is it like the ian Happ one where it ran into the wall you know yeah, right. There was um, a play. So I've been a part, I've been a part of two of them. Was he going all? Oh, that's nine. right. And I made Is a catch. A no hitter, in, or a perfect game. No, no hitter. hitter. I made a I made a catch in center like early on on Jed Jerko. It was just like a running, like a, a running catch that took away a double. But that ended up being like the only ball that was contested. Like everything else was very routine for him. And then we had one in LA that was a combined no hitter. But the bullpen coming in had no idea. All the guys that came in, they finished their inning and then got in the dugout. It was like, what the fuck? Why is everyone like, oh, so like nervous? And, and then Kimbrel finished the game and didn't even know. I remember that Kimbrel was like looking around. He's like, why the fuck is everybody jumping on me? Yeah, <laughs> no idea. That um, that no hitter was actually. I don't know if you guys knew this, but it was brought to you by. HelloFresh, because all of you must have been eating your HelloFresh chef-crafted seasonal recipes from the new summer menu. HelloFresh brings flavor right to your door. Peak summer, uh, it's time for peak summer produce, and HelloFresh makes sure you get all the best picks all season long. Ingredients travel from the farm to your door in less than seven days for quality you can taste. HelloFresh wants you to have it all free time and fresh tasty food you can take these meals pop them right in they give you all the ingredients you can make it yourself featuring quality proteins fresh produce and plans for many lifestyles it's no wonder hellofresh is number one meal kit in america uh hellofresh.com slash compound 50 that's slash compound 50 use code compound five zero for 50 percent off plus free shipping 50% off for three shifting. That's a pretty good deal. Pretty good deal. We're giving out. I like that a lot. Compound 50. I want to talk about yesterday. Otani hits a homer. 
Go ahead, Homer against the Yanks. He flips the bat. Sorry, Tom. He's having a hell of a season. He's pretty close to Judge's pace right now. He's Let's not it. forget that he also pitches. Uh, if he breaks Judge's record going into free agency, is that just like the most amazing? Is there a number where he gets offered where you sit back to like, man, that was too much? I'm I'm more so thinking what is like how the Angels said they're going to listen to trade offers. What are you going to have to offer? Like, I know it's only for two months, but like. It's got to start at like the whole state. Like, hey, we'll give you (laughs) New York. (laughs) Like you get this. You have ownership of the the state of New York. You want the Empire State? thing? it's yours. This is Governor Caffney Hochul. I've agreed to sell the state of New York to finance the sale of Shohei Otani. That's I, I don't know how a team can offer enough to get him. Even if it's just for like a rental, bro, you would literally have to give up any top, any top 100s, all of them yeah. starts with all of them. Like if a team has four of them, Hey, best guess what guys, you guys are going to LA. It's interesting because it has to be, it has to be a team that is like squarely in the mix and they're trying to bolster or, you know, make a big impact, but you only get him for two months so it has to be that big of an impact if you're going to give away as many guys as as it's going to command and then also i would assume that whoever is going to get him is also trying to re-sign him is it tampering to like talk to him beforehand and be like hey if we trade for you like would you want to re-sign probably but you have to figure that's what i mean some off-season deals but you have to figure that's what they did with like mookie and with Olsen and some of those guys that were traded and then immediately extended. Yeah. Um, you know, I think the Yankees probably have the means to do it. You got to think that LA probably has the means to do it. If he goes to LA, I mean, for fuck's sake, I'm sorry. <laughs> but with, like with that where, lineup, are you what? They're, play, they're playing with Monopoly money if they can pay Shohei Otani. Like well, they, 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 they've they, been clearing. They've been clearing space for a year or two. I mean, they they actually their payroll is lower now than it has been for the last two, three, four years. How but is that possible? With Mo- I know Mookie he, has like the weird, I was he has like he the extended contract, right? Everything, right? Yeah, yeah. But so LA like you're paying Freddie, you're paying Trey Turner, like you're paying a lot of fucking guys, big they're money. Not paying, they're not paying Trey Turner. Oh no, Trey Turner not anymore. Poof. They don't. They didn't send any of those shortstops. They let Look, Justin Turner I mean, walk. Kershaw. Yeah, Kershaw's on one-year deals, so his he's not like got money that's just sitting there. Freddie's deal now looks very reasonable or under market. Yeah, you know they have Will Smith is going through arbitration. Gavin Lux is young. You know they're still paying uh, Muncie, but it's not like crazy. JD Martinez is a one-year deal or a two-year deal. You know, they're not paying Jason. It's like they don't have, besides Mookie and Freddie, they don't have a ton of commitments. And they're pitching, like Urias walks this year. Um, Bueller's going to come back, but he's he's in his last year of ARB, maybe, going into this year. And then you have Dustin Mays young. You have Lux is young, like, Otman, Altman, he's young. Like you, you got their payroll isn't like absolutely absurd. Bowers' money comes off at the end of the year, and then you got to think that the Angels are in a spot. They're nine games back in the West. 
the wild card is like basically all of the AL East. So you got to think with Trout hurt too. Like, I think they'll definitely. I I think they'll get a deal done because, like you said, I don't. I don't really see a way they can make the playoffs. But like you said, with Trout hurt, how good the AL is. I mean, the Yankees are in fifth place in the East, and they're still one of the better teams in baseball. I, I can't imagine doing something, and I understand you get the, the, the assets back and maybe you're out of it, but show, we just said Shohei Itani's having probably the best season in probably the best season in baseball history. Maybe if you count Not him. probably. It is the best. Yeah. He's having the best season in baseball history. The the Angels, despite the fact they've had Otani and Trout since 2018, have not had a record above 500. They're one of only three teams in the league who've not had a record above 500 in the last like five or six seasons. And you're telling me that at the end of this, they're going to trade Shohei Otani because whatever you get back is 50 cents to the dollar. There's no, there is no app trade for Shohei Otani. I can't imagine something more disrespectful to your fans. And I can't imagine how the fan base responds after a trade like that. I mean, obviously I guess you could try to sell them on your building for the future, but man, that is a brutal trade to have to make. I honestly, I'd be surprised if they made it. I feel like it's just, they're going to hold on to them. And you you have to, Yeah, but But, what if you then you're just, then he walks at the end of the year and you did, you did nothing. That was the same thing. It was the same thing as the Cubs with Rizzo and KB. It was like you can hold them and they're probably going to walk in free agency and you get nothing or you try to get something for them. Like, I feel like you can still get, like we were saying earlier, like top prospects. You can get like two or three top prospects. Yeah. I mean, the difference cents on the dollar is, first of all, you have to pay the back half of his contract, which he probably still owed another 10 million bucks this year. Second of all, he walks, you get a compensation pick because obviously you offer him the qualifying offer. You get a compensation pick, so you get pick 63, or you get the top 10 prospects in any organization you want to trade him to. It's like the calculus there is I understand, and you know, there's a lot of revenue to be made for the ads they're selling in the stadium and and the you know, just the ticket sales in general. Um, but shit, it's like I just think I, after the stretch they've had with the guys they've had recently, the, the type of t- top end talent they've had to trade your best. I, I completely understand your guys' argument. I think it's fair. I just think it's very hard to ask your fans after that, after the, the you're having a guy who's playing the best season in the history of baseball to go, we got to trade him, you know, it's a not to try to be competitive. I understand the odds are against them making the playoffs, but man, it's hard to trade someone who's having the best season in the history of baseball. Do you like, if you're the GM, do you want, that tied to you forever like hey yeah you trade you had to trade otani like but i mean it it, we keep going back to it though and i'm like but you can't just lose him for nothing and i I don't foresee him i don't foresee him resigning like i'd be very surprised if he goes to free agency and stays i think he wants i think he really wants to win yeah a hundred percent but like not that I've not that I've spoken one word to him. <laughs> that's that's just what we've heard from our inner circles. Yeah, yeah. the guy looks like he really like. The, I don't know the homer last night. You could just that was sick. Yeah, like I don't know if that was a little bit of frustration. Sorry, sorry, Tom, like, but it was cool. Or like, <laughs> no, it was hey, cool. you know, before before we talk about that homer and what it means for the Yankees, because we do have to ask you, Tom. We do have to ask you about it. I want to ask you guys how you like your Bruce Bowl golf club. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to be honest. I'm nervous to use it. They're too nice. I golfed yesterday. I didn't use it. 
Come on. They're, they're too nice. They look too pretty. And I'm like, I don't want to get it dirty. I want to hang it on a shelf. The one that's yours, like the Chicago colors, I'm not going to use that one. Like that one, literally, I'm, get it I don't know what I'm going to do with it. Get it I'm going to have Ian sign it and like yeah. keep it somewhere because it's sick. Bruce Bolt makes a, makes a really nice, high-quality golf glove. You can go on their website uh, and check them out. And you can also go check out their baseball pants. You know, it's that time of season. Everybody's in full swing. They have three different lengths. They have pants down to the ankle like I wear. They got the uh, knickers, they call them, that fit just below the knee. Exactly like those. what ZS likes to wear. And I haven't, I haven't worn long, short pants in a while. South Bend. Those high ones. That's what you need. Go pants up today. Oh, you're getting hit. Please do it. Please. please, no, please, please. I'm not going pants up with gray. Why? <laughs> Sorry, we're getting sidetracked. Keep and that. for Sorry. the first time ever, they have baseball shorts that are designed to fit above the knee. I was actually, we were just playing Zach's favorite player, Kike. He goes pants above the knee. He's not afraid way, of it. Way above. Way above. Uh, like three different styles. You can check them out. BruceBolt.us. That's BruceBolt.us. So go get yours today, and you can check out the golf gloves. Zach, will you please go pants up today for uh, me? No, my mom said one time. Thing. My mom said, this "Why wouldn't you give it a try?" Because I don't like how they look. If you were at home, you would. You don't like the road pants, right? You know, it's been pissing me off the pants up too because they don't fit fantastic and they kind of go down a lot. And I'm just sitting there. You're in the going, show. You can get them tailored however you want. No, not when you sick whatever OPS you don't. Stop. That's not true. Stop. You could still get whatever pants you want. Tom. Yes. How you feeling? Time for We're a little done. Yankee. Time for a little Yankees corner. Time for a little the Yankees, Yankees are How sell mode. I, I got the Yankees in sell mode come deadline. They're, they're like, not selling. They're not selling. They're not. What are they? Two, they're two and a half out. Yeah. I was about to say they're two and a half out. <sighs> it, it is the first time they've had sole possession of last place in the ALE since I believe 1990, this late into the season. Uh, so it's obviously not great on that front, but the AL East is historically great this year. Shohei's cool to watch eight homers. It sucks. It's against the Yankees. You know, it, it was a tough, it's been a tough road trip so far. Yes. Ian. Are you mad at the Cubs for taking two or three from the Yanks? Oops. Twitter was, you know, didn't, didn't love it. Would have, would have preferred if you kind of gave us one. We gave you one. I told, uh, I told I was hanging, I was hanging out. Was in the outfield on Sunday before that last game with Riz, and Judge came over, and I I said that we would take care of the Red Sox to help him out. We didn't do that. We didn't do that. We lost two or three. So I so I lied to my friends, and um, I apologize for that. That was our bad. Okay, we could have helped you out, and we didn't. That's our bad. Judge is Judge coming on? Yeah, AJ's AJ's going to come on. Until we talk, that was the first thing we That's talked what, about. Actually, it was like, it's like, yeah, man, yeah, I got this uh, podcast, really cool. He's, and he said, I know, like, I listen all the he time. He was like, yeah, I listen every week. Uh, I love Tom's, I love Tom's Yankee takes. Uh, would love to have you on. He said we're something. Friends, too. We're friends with Scotty for him to pull these strings. That's why we keep Scotty around. I mean, Damn. Scott has done nothing on that. Nothing. On that end. Uh, nothing. And he's and they're best friends too. Judgy, literally best judgy. friends. Tom, do you feel do you feel like the Yankees have what it takes? What do they need to you, make you just the need playoffs? Judgy back? Just you to just make Judgy back in the lineup? You guys are not like what I'm about to say. Respectfully to friend of the pod, Josh Donaldson. I think his injury is unfortunate. Obviously, you don't root for anyone to get hurt, 
I do think, though, it forced uh, him out of the lineup, which is perhaps a good thing because he's hitting 147, I believe, right he's now. He's going to go Aaron Hicks on you. But oh, my like God. He's going pumps. to a new team, and he's going to hit 500 with 20 homers. He's I Well, I believe they just said that they're not sure he's going to play again this season. So it, ah. it, he has a calf injury that they're not sure if he's going to be able to come back. Oh. Um, so I think that's helpful. Come on. I think, unfortunately, this is a team that needs Aaron Judge. They're below 500 since Judge left. I think they're 10 and 12. This is, you know, a, a lineup that is not as deep as you'd like. I don't know. Honestly, I, it's been not a fun, not a super fun time to watch the Yankees. Uh, I realize that they're still playing a lot better than a lot of other teams. But the style of baseball they're playing is not particularly appealing to me in this moment of it's if they don't, it's, it's been the story really for most of my life. If they don't hit home runs. They're not going to win a lot of games right now. Yeah. And it's an unfortunate brand of baseball to be playing in 2023, in my opinion. Cause and I was just, honestly, I'm a little bit at the point where I think it might be time for respect to Brian Cashman. Who's been a wonderful GM. I, I think it's been 25 years, 27 years. I think since the mid nineties might be time for a new, for a new pair of eyes up there. It might be time just to kind of, get some new voices in the, in the organization. I, I feel like we've seen the same thing over and over again. And since 2000, they have one world series, which by the Yankee standard is just not good enough. Whether we got Tom calling for Cashman's team. head. We got Tom calling for Cashman's head. Okay. What if Tom, what if he goes out, makes a move, judge comes back and they make the playoffs and make a run. I don't put it beyond Cashman to go get Shohei. I don't think that's out of the question at all. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think, honestly, if you want my honest man, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go get those guys. I don't think this team is championship. This this team has never jumped off the page to me as a team that could win a championship. Now, obviously, baseball is the kind of sport you can get hot at the right time in the playoffs, and you don't have to be the best team the regular season. You just need to be playing your best baseball at the right time. I just, I don't see that happening for this Yankees team at the current moment. Now things can change. Judge can get hot. Who knows? Players can get, you know, whatever. But yeah, I, right now I'm in the mindset of, I would be, I'd be seller. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily be selling, selling, but I would be more open to selling than buying at the current moment. I don't see any way that they're beating the Rays in the playoffs. But fans, like if they sell, I feel like they'll have more of a heart attack if the Yankees sell than if they don't go get somebody. Yeah, I just this season reminds me a lot of like the 2016 Yankees, where it feels like this is the end of whatever era this of this Yankees team it is. And I think it's kind of starting to transition to the next era. And you saw that 2016 season. That's the Chapman trade that got the Labor Torres. They did a lot of moves that season. They trade Andrew Miller. Who are you who are you trading off this team? Uh I mean, I'm not necessarily tr- like trying to sell everybody, but I mean yeah, I, I mean. I, don't I just like there's yeah. no, I don't, I'm just like thinking about who's in their walk year that you could trade to actually get some real pieces back for. Yeah, I don't. I mean, like Severino's in a walk year, but I, I mean, I don't think anybody really his value probably couldn't be lower than it would be right now. Um, yeah, I. I, I, I I'm sounds like a broken man talking about the. <laughs> I'm pretty broken right now by the. You sound yeah. just beaten, battered. Which should make this the best episode in the history of the compound. I saw a, a statistic that the other day that it was asking Pete fans what, per, like, how they view teams, and only fourteen percent of baseball fans had a positive view of the Yankees. So I think for most of our audience right now, they're having a good time listening to me be sad. Uh, 
and I hope they're enjoying it because it's it's a bummer. <laughs> don't listen, don't listen to them, Tom. Before before we switch gears a little bit, can I just talk to you guys about Omega? Of course. Say it with me. E R C. E R C. Yep. Employee retention credit. That's what you need to know. You need to know about the ERC. You need to know about the employee retention credit. It's a government tax incentive to help small businesses like Connect Roasters and thousands of others in the Midwest get back up to $26,000 per employee for overpayment of payroll taxes during the pandemic. Smallbizcashback.com slash Cubs. Smallbizcashback.com slash Cubs. Or you can call 800-643-CUBS for a free consultation. Even if you get a PPP loan, doesn't matter. Omega, say it with me. E-R-C. 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 Yeah. Tom really wanted to talk about something that wasn't the Yankees. So he was like, I don't even want to talk about baseball. I'm over and pissed. He wants to talk about this new NBA in-season tournament. So, Tom, can you please just give us a little breakdown of what it looks like? Do you know what it looks like? Yeah, so uh, I don't. I think they're calling it the Commissioner's Cup. I believe uh, they're they're counting. They're basically, all the teams are grouped up into pools. They're counting five regular season games towards this tournament, uh, and then there's a knockout style bracket where it culminates in a Final Four held in Las Vegas uh, in early part of December uh, as part of the NBA season now. And then whoever wins that gets a in. No, whoever wins it wins the commissioner. That's it. Like the final four is is the is whoever wins it wins the trophy. They just win the cup. There's no playoff. Yeah, that's it. Well, after after the once you get to the tournament style, you just win the tournament. Then. And you think this is cool? Yeah. What do we got? Well, I'm curious what you guys think about it. I, well, I this have... is this is a concept that comes from soccer. Yes. E R C. ERC. This is a concept that comes from soccer. Uh, I know a lot of sports have been toying with the idea because what happens is in the middle of the season, you lose a little bit of uh, audience, especially a regular season like basketball. They have a lot of teams to get in the playoffs. People don't really watch a ton of regular season NBA games. It's not their highest grossing time of the year. So they're trying to do something in the middle of the season that brings a little bit of pizzazz uh, to kind of what would be a lull. Um, it's an interesting concept. I don't know, like professional athletes in basketball, baseball, football, American sports, we all play for the end of the season. We all play to be the world champions. You know, like when we go play the White Sox for the Crosstown Cup, we're not walking away at the end of the year going, fuck, yeah, we won the Crosstown Cup. You know, you're not like, thank God we won three out of four against the White Sox. It's like, you can use, you can use yeah, I mean, we talked about this with, we talked about this with the World Baseball Classic. I think the hardest part of watching <laughs> this kind of tournament is getting the players to buy in when there's no history to the tournament. You know, how do you, how do you convince players that this matters? How do you convince fans that this tournament matters? But if you win the Commissioner's Cup, but you lose in the first round of the playoffs. It's not the, like the fans are going to be. Thank God we won the Commissioner's Cup. What a season we had! I yeah, just, Ian I think I, Ian hates it. I just don't. I, you know, maybe it makes him a little bit of money. Maybe there's a few extra games. I don't. I'm 
bet that the viewing in the first season of it isn't that spectacular. There's been talk of trying to do something like this in baseball too. Um, you know, if it had playoff incentive, maybe there's a little bit more on the line there where whoever wins gets a first round buy in the playoffs. Like maybe that is, or like gets the first pick in the draft. I don't know. Like maybe there's a little bit more buy-in. I mean, players wouldn't give a shit about the first pick in the draft, but fans would, um, you know, the playoff berth probably gets everybody a little bit hyped up for it. But if it's just for the love of the cup, I don't see it. The love of the cup. The I think the playoff is a good idea. I actually, I have, would you like, I have a pitch. Would you like to hear my pitch for the the major league version of this? This is going to yes. be great. I don't like it, but I, I will pitch it to the you. The Yankees, the Yankees get to lose five games. Everybody else is single elimination. <laughs> no. <laughs> so my idea is this, taking more from the FA Cup in England for soccer, where you include not just the major league teams, you include down the pyramid, as you would say, in soccer and in, in baseball, the minor leagues. You start with 128 teams. Uh, that includes 28 AAA, 30 AA, 30 single A, and then 10 Atlantic League as well. You can, yeah, you have 10 spots left at the end. I think that would make sense. You do six, beat you, Ian. I dare it. <laughs> you do regional pots. So you do like kind of how they do for the college baseball tournament where you do four teams at one regional. Ian's two rounds. I know. Ian hates it. this idea. I'll keep Ian going. Hates it. Keep going. Keep going. I like it. I like it. Keep going. So you do you do two rounds of that. You're left with 32 teams. You enter the 30 major league teams, the two AAA champions, who eat one of each who wins with each league. That's 64 teams. From there, you do a straight bracket, and you, it ends up with 16 games. On like I I had it scheduled out as you would draw the bracket on a Wednesday, Friday, Saturday would be like March Madness, where you'd have 16 games on Friday, 16 games on Saturday. I think the coolest part of this, and the part that I'm sure the players would vote down right away, but would be the coolest part of this is that home and away would be assigned randomly. So you might have the New York Yankees traveling to the Bowling Green Hot Rods. I think this would that be makes a- sense. or the Lexington Counterclocks. That makes, that we'll makes see so a much sense. Field. I Come so on much in there, sense. Judge. It makes so much sense to have the Yankees play in a stadium that seats 5,000 people. I, actually, I, I know you're mocking me, but I actually do think it makes sense because baseball is not a national sport anymore and is losing its hold as a national sport. It's the third national sport now. This is a way to get people. I, I, I was just someone who grew up in the minor leagues, going to games, falling in love with the sport that way. There's a way where if a kid goes and sees the Yankees play in Kentucky or they see a local major league team come and play in Des Moines, Iowa, or they come and play somewhere where baseball major league teams normally don't play. I think that's a way to get new fans involved in the game. Now I understand this is the idea that would the players would vote down and would never happen. But in my hypothetical world, I would love to see a scenario in which the Yankees go play in Boise, Idaho and they go play somewhere and they travel and they, and they actually promote the sport. So you do round of 64 round of 32, and then you would do a final four in Cooperstown, semifinals on Friday, championship on Sunday, Hall of Fame induction ceremony Saturday. You could also do it where you do it on uh, Friday and Sunday in like Vegas or Miami, and then you do the All-Star game Saturday. But you're building this as a spectacle for the sport because baseball is a sport that needs national buzz, and this would be something that – think about those Friday, the, the first weekend. You had 16 games on each day. There would be upsets. There would be cool shit like that. I know that this would probably never happen, but down the line. But I think that's the way you get – people interested in this is that it's a tournament that involves just beyond the major league teams. Cause if you're right, if you do just a tournament with major league teams, 
I don't think anybody cares. But if you have the opportunity for minor league teams and, and new fan bases to get involved, I think that at least gives you an opportunity to do something different. Now, Ian, you can tell me all the no, of this idea. I love it, Tom. I love it. It's just like you said, it's like the FA Cup in England. Like it's like Liverpool goes and plays Wrexham. Yep. And they can hold 5,000 people, but it's electric. Like that's sick. Ian hates it. I love it. Zach is indifferent. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't really I don't know anything about it because I don't know where Zach's in the big leagues. Soccer. He's like, why would I go play those scrubs down no. below me? Would you save it? Are you done? <laughs> yes, sir. Go ahead. If no, Liverpool saying like you guys were talking about how it comes from soccer, like I have no idea. When Liverpool goes and plays Wrexham, for example, it's still all Wrexham fans that are there, right? Liverpool, uh, no. There's like there's they get the away sections. They get like a thousand tickets for that. Yeah, that, that right. Yeah. I don't know that the uh, the game that you guys were at in Staten Island. I don't know that like the Staten Island fan base is outdrawing the Yanks there. You know, I don't know that you're going to exactly get the same. Too bad. Luck of the draw. Staten Island won, and they get the home game. Suck it. Well, I'm just saying, like, it would be all Yankees fans, right? Like, nobody, nope. wants, yeah. no, nobody nope. wants to see Staten Island beat the Yankees, even in yes, New York. Yes, they do. Everyone that's not a Yankees fan wants to see it. What do you mean? It's a really good idea, Tom. I'll bring that one up when I bring up the Derby 10 out. Don't give Finally, a, don't write give that a down. Pity, Let me write down this idea. Good idea. What's your I, idea? Then, I, think, I think it's an interesting idea. but I like it, Tom. For the love of the cup. Um. Can we talk about you guys? For the love of the cup. Can we, we talk about you guys seeing each other? In didn't Stan we used Island? to say that in Iowa? It's for the cup. Yeah, because it was the... It's for the cup. What's it called? Ah, the pre- Isn't like it the, the president's, president's cup? cup? Yeah, and we're just like, it's for the cup. Yeah. We would do hashtags. Hashtag yeah. for the cup. I remember that. We lost in the first I round. I think I have a picture on my Instagram right now of saying... For the cup. For the cup. <laughs> That's so good. I do. <laughs> Dakota no with the I Cubs hashtag the cup. Dakota, you were playing in uh in Staten Island and Tom came down. He did. He uh we played there on the fourth. Tom came the fifth, and of course I threw on the fourth. And then I also threw again on the sixth. So through two out of the three games in Staten Island, Tom happened to come to the one game I didn't. But it was great to see Tom and his family and his girlfriend. And Tom's dad is a he's a spitting image of his dad. Put it that way. Like my dad was very excited same to meet Dakota. He was, yeah, he was we got so a picture excited together. to get a picture with Dakota. Yeah, yeah make sure you put up. the picture in, in the YouTube. That was a great photo. Yeah, it was awesome. That was Tom, great. how was your uh, counterclocks experience? I, uh, I was number one, I was number one counterclocks fan there. We were talking about uh the attendance was not great because it was like 90 degrees in New York the day after July 4th. I was hoping Dakota would get in because the umpire was he was an interesting umpire, let's say that. He uh, he ejected a couple people, uh, and I really felt like if Dakota got into the game, I could have gotten to his head very easily and won some strikes for Dakota because he would oh, have been yeah. having to listen to me. There was no He would have had no choice but to hear every word I was saying, and I was disappointed Dakota didn't get in the game because I was ready to go. But, I mean, Dawson did it again. You know, the, the, the counterclocks, huge rally in the eighth inning. I was the only counterclock fan there. We were rooting, though, for the counterclocks. It's great. Ronnie Dawson actually just got signed to Korea. It's our captain. He's gone. It was, it was a shot to the heart for the counterclocks, but we're trying to bounce back. Good for him, though. But, uh, yeah, it was sick. Tom brought me, like, some treats. Uh, he asked 
uh, Zach, what my favorite snacks were. Zach had no idea. So some kind of friend he is. Bad friend. Bad friend. Kind of sad. I knew Zach's favorite snacks. No, you didn't. That's yes, I did. You literally did. Oh, yeah, you did. 30, you did. You killed oh, he, it. No, 30, he did not. 30 seconds. Dude, 30 he seconds. said Sour Patch Kids and he you like water, Sour Patch he, Sour. No, it's like I said thing. Sour Patch Kid Watermelon. He said, no, the original. I said, that's pretty damn and you close. Said, yeah. You literally said, I'm going to go out on a limb here and take a guess. You because know, I knew you liked Sour because Patch Kids. Who doesn't like Sour Patch Kids? You literally everybody. To be fair though, that. Zach, I asked you for anything and you're like, I got nothing for you. I was looking I, to throw out anything. Zach, true or false, though, I knew your favorite chips. Those are your favorite chips. Yeah, of course, but they're not candy. It's not a snack. No, but it's snacks. I chips is a chips snack. snack. He was yeah. on your favorite. He was spot on your favorite chips, and he was one iteration off of your Sour Patch Can Kids. So he was like, anybody say that they don't like Sour Patch Kids? Truthfully. I hate I, him. I got Ian not yeah, liking Sour fucking, Patch Kids. Yeah, just you know kidding. what? I don't hate Sour Patch Kids. That was a joke. <laughs> exactly. But, so if somebody gets Sour Patch Kids, he was right there. Kids, and for you to not be able to give anything. Nothing. I said he doesn't discriminate. My bad. That covers you, Sour Patch Kids. That's I think kids. I was. I I think I got a point and a half for your snacks, and you you didn't even have a guess on mine. No, and, I didn't. and Zach just said, "Get him anything. Doesn't matter. He'll eat it." Yes. Rude. 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 True, but rude. <laughs> Did I eat it all? You bet. Zach wants to leave. Let's give the people the Sloan screen time. It's been great to be back together. I've really enjoyed. Uh, Ooh, I had back the one. pod. I missed you guys. I missed the pod. I did too. Sloan is the world's leading manufacturer of commercial plumbing systems. Companies at the forefront of the green building movement provides smart, sustainable, and hygienic restroom solutions by manufacturing water efficient products, including flushometers, faucets, sink systems, soap dispensers, and fixtures for commercial, industrial, and institutional markets worldwide. Visit Sloan.com to learn more. Are we doing screen time from yesterday? Yeah, unfortunately. Dude, this is a tough one. Oh, bus for eight hours, but it's still not. I that stayed bad. up late. I got Zaxby over six. No, pretty close. I got uh, mine was four hours, three minutes. Fuck you. Bullshit. It's a good day. We my- go. I golfed in the morning. Whenever I golf, it basically just takes away four hours. Mine was. Uh, How much? Uh, Five something. Five fifty one. Ew. Mine was four twenty two. I had a. That's oh, bad. I win. It's about that. Two two bad weeks in a row for me. Tell uh, the people. That's a tough Monday. You had you had two good days. Yeah, I know. I had a good Sunday and a good Tuesday, but not not a good Monday. Well, it's only one o'clock on Tuesday. You still got time. Oh, Wait, hang on. <laughs> That's oh, the yeah. Sloan screen time presented by our friends at Sloan. Visit Sloan.com for information about flusometers. As always, this episode was brought to you by Parse Rum. Go to Benny's, go to your local liquor store, ask about Parse, get some Parse. Parse has seltzers. Parse has three-year, eight-year, 12-year. They got options. Pina coladas in the summer. Love that. That's episode 167 of the Compound Podcast presented by Parse Rum. My rum, your rum, Parse rum. Try new, try new catchphrases. See you next week. 